section sixteen of o henry encore by o henry this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil schempf an odd character a post reporter stood on the san jacinto street bridge last night half of a may moon swam in a sea of buttermilky clouds high in the east below the bayou gleamed dully in the semi-darkness merging into inky blackness farther down a steam tug glided noiselessly down the sluggish waters leaving a shattered trail of molten silver foot passengers across the bridge were scarce a few belated fifth warders straggled past clattering along the uneven planks of the footway the reporter took off his hat and allowed a cool breath of the great city to fan his brow a mellow voice with however too much dramatic inflection murmured at his elbow and quoted incorrectly from byron o moon and darkening river ye are wondrous strong yet lovely in your strength as is the light of a dark eye in woman the reporter turned and saw a magnificent specimen of the genus tramp he was attired in a garb to be viewed with wonder and even awe his coat was a black frock fallen into decay some years ago under it he wore a jaunty striped blazer too tight to button and the ghost of a collar peered above its intricacies his trousers were patched and torn and frayed and faded away at the bottom into ghostly indescribable feet shod in shapeless leather and dust his face however was the face of a hilarious fawn his eyes were brilliant and piercing and a godlike smile lit up a face that owed little to art or soap his nose was classic and his nostrils thin and nervous betokening either race or fever his brow was high and smooth and his regard lofty and superior though a bristly beard of uncertain cut and grisly effect covered the lower part of his countenance do you know what i am sir asked this strange being the reporter gazed at his weird form and shook his head your reply reassures me said the wanderer it convinces me that i have not made a mistake in addressing you you have some of the instincts of a gentleman because you forbore to say what you know well namely that i am a tramp i look like a tramp and i am one but no ordinary one i have a university education i am a greek and latin scholar and i have held the chair of english literature in a college known all over the world i am a biologist and more than all i am a student of the wonderful book man the last accomplishment is the only one i still practice if i am not grown unskilled i can read you he bent a discriminating look upon the reporter the reporter puffed at his cigar and submitted to the scrutiny you are a newspaper man said the tramp i will tell you how i reached the conclusion i have been watching you for ten minutes i knew you were not a man of leisure for you walked upon the bridge with a somewhat rapid step you stopped and began to watch the effect of the moon upon the water a business man would have been hurrying along to supper 
when you got your cigar out you had to feel in three or four pockets before you found one a newspaper man has many cigars forced upon him in the course of a day and he has to distribute them among several pockets again you have no pencil sticking out of your pocket no newspaper man ever has am i right in my conjecture the reporter made a shrewd guess you are right he said and your having seen me going into a newspaper office some time ago no doubt assisted you in your diagnosis the tramp laughed you're wrong he said you were coming out when i saw you yesterday i like a man like you you can give and take i have been in houston now for three months and you are the first man to whom i have spoken of myself you have not offered me money and by that have won my esteem i am a tramp but i never accept money from anyone why should i the richest man in your town is a pauper compared with me i see you smile come sir indulge me for a while i am afflicted at times with cacoethes loquendi and rarely do i meet a gentleman who will give me an ear the postman had seen so many people with the corners rubbed off so many men who always say and do what they are expected to that he fell into the humour of listening to this man who said unexpected things and then he was so strange to look upon the tramp was not drunk and his appearance was not that of a drinking man his features were refined and clear-cut in the moonlight and his voice well his voice was queer it sounded like a man talking plainly in his sleep the postman concluded that his mind was unbalanced the tramp spoke again i said i had plenty of money he continued and i have i will show you a few a very few of the wonders that you respectable plodding well-dressed people do not imagine to exist look at this ring he took from his finger a curious carved ring of beaten copper wrought into a design that the moonlight did not suffer to be deciphered and handed it to the reporter rub that ring thrice with the thumb of your left hand said the tramp the reporter did so with a creepy feeling that made him smile to himself the tramp's eyes beamed and he pointed into the air following with his finger the movements of some invisible object it is artemella he said the slave of the ring catch he swept his hollowed hand into space scooping up something and handed it to the reporter see he said golden coins i can bring them at will in unlimited numbers why should i beg he held his empty hand with a gesture toward the reporter who pretended to accept its visionary contents the tramp took off his hat and let the breezes sift through his tangled hair what would you think he said if i should tell you that i am two hundred forty-one years old knock off a couple of centuries said the reporter and it will go all right this ring said the tramp was given me by a buddhist priest in benares india a hundred years before america was discovered it is an inexhaustible source of wealth life and good luck it has brought me every blessing that man can enjoy with such fortune as that there is no one on earth that i envy 
i am blissfully happy and i lead the only ideal life the tramp leaned on the railing and gazed down the bayou for a long time without speaking the reporter made a movement as if to go and he started violently and faced around a change had come over him his brow was lowering and his manner cringing he shivered and pulled his coat tight about him what was i sayin'? he said in a gruff husky voice was i a-talkin hello there mister can't you give a feller a dime to get him some supper the reporter struck by the transformation gazed at him in silence the tramp muttered to himself and with shaking hands drew from his pocket something wrapped in paper he unrolled it took something from it between his thumb and finger and thrust it into his mouth the sickly faint sweet odor of gum opium reached the reporter the mystery of the tramp was solved houston daily post sunday morning may twenty fourth eighteen ninety six end of section sixteen